I feel like ninety percent of of the episodes start with you um, making some mouth noises, mouth noising it up. Please don't put that in there. Too late. Welcome to the No Budget Filmmaking Podcast, presented by Cinema Summit, a podcast about the art of making films, no matter how small the budget. And now, here are your hosts, Alex Dark and Trevor L. Nelson. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. This is episode 36 of the No Budget Filmmaking Podcast. I'm Alex Stark. And I am Trevor L. Nelson. And today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite places to learn about filmmaking. Well, usually online. We're going to go with online? Yeah, online. Um, you know, there's a sweet little shack around the corner where they teach filmmaking down here. But yeah, but we're, going, we're sticking to online so everyone can access it. Mm-hmm. But first, Alex, what are we drinking? Uh, well, we're drinking Coors Light. What? Again? Again. You know, this is kind of like Kona. It's like every time. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, we're going to get a, we're going to get a little ice maker in here and start, start mixing up some cocky tails. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, um, start a, a course on mixology. Yeah. Uh, together. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. we'll that be able great. to yeah, make our own uh-huh. film themed yeah. cocktails. Wow. That's going to yeah. sound super annoying. Yeah, it is. Uh huh. Yeah, this is gonna be really annoying <laughs> once that starts. Everyone's, you're gonna see our viewership dip, dip, dip. But mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Stick around for that, guys, and then uh, tell us how horrible we are at making drinks because I just drink them. I don't make them. Yeah. Nah, you know, sometimes we'll see. Um, so, what's new with us, Alex? What is new with us other than it, it again? And shut the hell up, Zeph. But it's a little chilly. A little it chilly is a little chilly. Studio. The Rockies are blue. Um, what else is up? Well, nice reference. Well, nice reference. Well, we can't tell with our sweet hive lighting koozies. We can't I tell know. if the Rockies are blue or not. I know, but uh, they were when I took them out of um, sweet, sweet man. The fridge. Appreciate it. Uh, um, let's see what's new. Trevor bought an ice cream machine. All right. So side story. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you thought Trevor couldn't get any fatter, he bought a professional industrial size ice cream maker for his bedroom. <laughs> No, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> don't judge me, America. You would too. And Italy? Where else are we? Like internationally? Yeah. Italy's well, like, oh yeah, make fair, that ice cream. You can make gelato in it. Yeah, that's true. I can make it. You can pretty. It's kind of like a waffle maker. You can put anything in to make it waffles. You can put anything in yeah. there and it makes it frozen. That's true. Um, Some Italian no. ice. Um, uh, my buddy from college, Brendan Kane. Um, who doesn't listen to this, so I'll just say shout-out to Brendan if he ever listens to it. What up, Brendan? Yeah. Um, uh, nicknamed Don Lemon. Uh, long story. Uh, was at his wedding, and I told them about these auctions that me and Alex did and how we get all of our stuff from auctions, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? For you and your wife, because they love ice cream, they had told me that uh, I think her fa- her parents had gotten them like one of those little Cuisinart ice cream makers. You know, the yeah. little like des- tabletop ones. Sure. And I said, you know what, guys? I'm going to find a uh, commercial ice cream maker, and that's going to be your wedding gift. Yeah. And they got married about a little bit less than a year ago, uh, right around this time, actually. And uh, so I uh, I found one. Alex picked it up for me. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, because he doesn't listen to me, I can feel, listen to this podcast, can feel confident in saying that uh, I'm going to be shipping it out to him. And he, he has a very nice condo in uh, Boston that uh, <laughs> is going to have a very beautiful, brand new stainless steel commercial grade ice cream maker that's about the size of a mini fridge. Yeah. Uh, so enjoy, Brendan and, and, and Diana. Twice as heavy. Yeah, twice as heavy because it's all Freon. <laughs> um, I'm actually probably going to build a special box to ship it out with casters on it and everything. But uh, Brendan and Diana, um, from my, with my love, have a giant fucking ice cream machine. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. And I have no idea if, if you don't have an uh, elevator in your apartment, in your condo building. Ho, ho, ho. You're screwed. Get ready for some ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> now, before anybody gets on us about that, uh, go see the movie Whacked. Sorry, Paul Thompson. It's a treat. Um, Alex does some really great impressions from that movie. Uh, so good. But yeah. Um, uh, right, what so else? what else what is new? Okay, we uh, this deal that we really can't talk about because we don't want to jinx it, but in actuality, <laughs> is coming it's true. It's not that we can't talk about it because we can't talk about it. It's just we don't want to jinx yeah, it. Yeah, we we have gotten so close on so many deals that seem yeah. stupid that um, somehow this may actually pan out. Um, and when it does, when I'm the, still trying to not get too like hung up on it you know here's the thing is that this is how blind we are by our own ambition i was sitting today driving to the studio and i was like fiscally and responsibly why does this make sense at all it doesn't <laughs> and it doesn't it, does it actually not. is going to cost us more money in the long run yeah i well, mean uh, then what than just shooting here and renting space well yeah <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> you know what? It's a story to tell our children and grandchildren. Yeah. Um, but exactly, um, right. exactly right. <laughs> this may actually come to fruition. And so <laughs> um, once we have a contract signed, we will let you guys know by an announcement because once it signs, we are in hyperdrive to get so, a project off the ground. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And trying to explain it to my wife, she's just like, huh? Yeah. What? Why? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I know. Uh, Bree just rolls her eyes when I bring it up. Yeah. Uh, I think Jen is on the <laughs> idea that we're like getting it to use it for free, and that's it. And I'm like, eh, yeah, kind, kind of. of. Yeah. Um, but um, yes, we'll we'll reveal it. I mean, we've given all this information out. Um, we've been teasing it, but uh, yeah. And then um, speaking of that, you know, getting projects off the ground, we are now uh, testing out. Writer duet. You know, we were on the lookout for a new screenwriting software, and we I had fiddled the uh, fade in. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry, dabbled, not fiddled. Uh, dabbled Trevor, in fade in. Uh, Trevor diddled fade in. <laughs> yeah, and then not impressed. Um, no. no, I mean it was okay. Uh, I mean they're very yeah. similar. Yeah, they um, are. it's just uh, why did you like writer duet a little bit better? Um, I liked the uh, overall user interface better myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there were some like hotkey issues I didn't Ooh, love hot, 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 in uh, Fade In. Hot, yeah. Specifically, okay, so I mean, uh-huh. this is like maybe a stupid one. Probably. But like, to me, you you hit tab to, to cycle through like the different formatting options, right? Scene header, uh, dialogue, character. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then to go back, you hit shift tab. Mm-hmm. Right, so like if you if you're yeah. at the action yeah. and you want to get a scene header, you hit Shift Tab, yeah. and it goes to a scene header. But that's not what Fade In does. You have to hit like yeah, you have to hit like Control One and Control Two and Control Three to get yeah. to like all the different things. Yep. 
that bothered me. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Because um, they are very similar otherwise. Yeah. And I, what I do like about um, Roger Duet is that the uh, it's a very small team that makes it, and they're v- the, the creator of it and the lead programmer, I guess you could say, on it, is very active on Reddit. So if you have a problem with it, he will hit you up and be like, hey, this is, you know, this is how you fix it, or I'll fix it right now, or something like that. And I, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, and I also so one of the big things that Trevor and I wanted was one that you could work both online and offline mm-hmm. uh, with, and it's kind of cool that this is a web app that you can open in the browser and you can work offline on it, uh, and it'll cache all your info and your script and whatnot. Yeah, in the the browser cache, which is kind of crazy. And then once you get back online, it'll sync it up. Um, that's kind of cool. A little yeah. scary. I don't know. But they also have des- Super scary. desktop versions. <laughs> Super scary. Um, <laughs> they also have desktop versions. I'm just so happy that if anybody hacks the cloud, they're not going to be impressed by any of our scripts. They're not going to take them. They'll be like, oh. No. Oh, am I required to make these now because I touched them? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. No, not at all. I can't tell if these are scripts or short stories because they're just titles. I mean, I feel these. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I feel they, they should... It should be written in crayon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Childish. Um, so, yeah. So, Ryder Duet, we're going to give that a go. We bought it. Um, and uh, that we're sticking to that, I guess. Um, that's our yeah. That's our, that's our our jam. Um, also, for those out there in Vegas, uh, you know, let us know how CES is going. Um, CES, we're, we're tech nerds. So, aside from... electronic show. Yeah. And, and it's kind of crazy because nowadays, camera companies will reveal a lot at CES because... Prosumer is a big thing, um, and yeah. in the what's uh, cool section, I will reveal uh, something that was released at CES and teased. Um, so CES is kind of a cool thing. One day, we'll, maybe we'll go. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Have um, you ever been? No, I haven't. Have you? I have been. Was it when you were living in Vegas, or you went when you were living out here? I went when I was living in Vegas. Okay. I was probably 15 years old. Oh. Um, and What was I, the coolest thing you saw there when you went? Uh... Uh, well, I may and or may not have met Gallagher and or his his twin <laughs> brother. <laughs> Does Gallagher have a twin brother? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't even know that. Um, so that was interesting. There were a lot of interesting things at the okay. time. I wasn't. Uh-huh. I didn't know. I really wanted to be like a filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, so I I didn't like go all into like the broadcasty stuff that they had at the time. But I just kind of walked around, checked it out, got in for free. Um, That's what I was going to say. Does it, it does cost to get in, but you probably got in for free. Yeah, I got in for free. But you the weird thing to, to me was like happening simultaneously. And I don't know if it's still this way or if it's this way every year. For was, adult con? Yeah. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was just taking a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so those do kind of. It was kind of weird because you would like walk into the wrong room and all of a sudden it's just, just like. Just dildos everywhere. It's just like porn stars and like. Just dildos and porn stars. Weird, weird stuff. Well, that's cool. Shows, strip shows, sorts of weird stuff. I, I'm sure they do that on purpose because, like, who, like, who wouldn't of these like tech nerds doesn't want to like do a double whammy conference? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what it is? It's probably. It's probably one of those things where it's like, you know what, we can probably get these nerds that don't get out of their parents' basement to come over to AdultCon and yeah, exactly. pay $5 to nuzzle up to a porn star. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's happening. Yeah. Right now. Yep. 
Lots, okay, of, cool. lots of new stuff well, being I mean, announced, you know which what? is kind of interesting. We'll talk about that later. Some stuff that we've heard about recently. I'm not going to lie. If, you, uh, if you're not at CES, but you're at AdultCon, tweet out. What, the, the, hit us up in the comments and let us know what that's <laughs> yeah. like. What yeah. cool new technology you're seeing there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Weird stuff. Um, weird. Come on. It's not weird. It's, everyone just has different fetishes. That's true. Uh, hey. That's true. Some people right, fight into balloons. <laughs> oh, God. I think that actually is one. Um, <laughs> and finally, what's new with us? How do I know that? I don't know. We're moving on. Moving on. Uh, we Have we talked about the TV show? Um, yeah. Okay. Did. So the, the art of is moving forward. Uh, we're going to be shooting the first episode in a little bit here. Um, we're talking to some people about distribution and all that. Scheduling some meetings. Meetings. And all that. That. <laughs> so that's happening. Having dry martinis. Blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 blah. So the TV um, show's happening. TV show's At happening. At least one episode. At least one episode. episode. Would love for more episodes. Not if this first project goes through because I don't know when we do it. But hey. Yeah, we'll make it work. Um, we'll, we'll just we'll just uh, outsource. Yeah, there you go. That's true too. Uh, so that is moving forward. We're gonna probably have a better update next week in the podcast and let you know. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, that's cool. about what's new. I mean, that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's good for us. Look at us. We're doing stuff. Moving yeah. to shaking in 2019. It's happening. Yeah, it's all happening. All right. So now on to the main topic at hand. Favorite places to learn about filmmaking online. Yeah, if you go on like um, Facebook or forums, and a lot, a lot of the times you'll see people like, "Hey guys, I really like this website. What other websites do you visit to learn things about filmmaking?" Yeah, or they're they're like, "I've I'm lo- I've looked through YouTube, yeah, but I want to know more." Yeah, I've seen five videos about making stingers, but now I'd like to know about uh, using a camera. Okay, okay. Um, okay. So we're here to give you the definitive, not definitive, but maybe definitive list. Of the best places. Man, that scratch in the head is loud. I know. Um, these mics are I, so I a, sensitive. I had a... Lice? Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yep, got it, I think. Upstairs and downstairs lice? Well, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> is it... <laughs> God, where are we going with this? Isn't downstairs lice just uh, crabs? Isn't it the same thing? Is yeah. this a different name for it? Probably. I don't, I don't know. know. I've never, never had thought it. about that. Never had it. I think it is. I've never had either. I've never had... Yeah, I haven't either. No, I me. Mean, look at us. Look at us. We're nice and clean. Um, God, where'd this podcast go? Um, okay, so definitive, but not so definitive. Um, it's definitive in that it's our favorite. Yeah, it's where moment. we've gone um, to learn. There's new stuff popping up all the time, though. About our about we know about one percent of the film industry, <laughs> yeah. and we learn that one percent from these websites. Um, exactly. Yeah. Oh wait, I forgot about one. Oh man, put, put it in. in. All right, put you put it in, in there while I talk about in. Masterclass. So Masterclass is not just a film specific website. Um and it's uh, I would say Masterclass is more of a what it is is it's these like interviews with like you're talking about like the creme de la creme. Like the, yeah, the industry people. the industry leaders. Is Steven Spielberg did he do one? No, Ron Howard. Ron Howard, Ron Howard. Judd Apatow. Yep. Um, you got Werner Herzog. Yeah, Werner Herzog. <laughs> <laughs> Look into the soul of my eyeball. <laughs> that is such a good Werner <laughs> impersonation. Um, you must travel to the volcano. If you do not, you are not worthy of picking up a camera. When you do pick up the camera, film a wall for five <laughs> hours. If you cannot capture the essence of the wall, you are not a filmmaker. Um, I bit off my index finger <laughs> so I could not press record. so good i think that's actual quote from his class um (laughs) but it's not so much like hands-on experience it's more about their them how they 
approach their craft and how they approach uh, doing things their way, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, I would say Masterclass, you're looking advice. at probably like 80% interview yeah. style, yeah. if not more. 100%. Yeah, 100%. But and that being like said, Ron it's, Howard's does have some sort of yeah. like demonstrations and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's also has Masterclass also has like chefs and musicians and yeah. stuff like that. So it's not a film specific website, but the film specific people they have on there are awesome. Yeah. Um, I you think got Shonda. Each, you got Shonda. Um, and I think you each, each interview or class is, uh, $99. So not crazy expensive. Not crazy. And also I think you can, uh, get a year pass for, and access all of them for yeah. what is it? Two ninety nine or two forty nine or two forty nine a year or something like that, which is, um, which is great. I mean, I, they're they're really interesting interviews, and if you like, we've always said that you got to have multiple interests in this film uh, film world of uh, that we are all navigating through because that's where you get your inspiration for movies. Um, and yeah. so it's kind of cool to check out the other people that they have on there. They have chefs, they have musicians. Um, it's a really cool screenwriters, screenwriters, playwrights. Yeah, they have a new one coming out, which I'm sure you'll be interested in, Trevor. Oh, oh God, which one is it? Uh, Neil Gaiman. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, actually, I just looked at 180 a year. Oh, they lowered it. Yeah, they lowered it. They must. Have. Um, yeah. So I have it because um, I bought some of the early ones. Ah, uh, yeah, when then, they were young. And then they were like, "We're switching to a membership style," and they're like, "We'll give you a free year or two or whatever." Yeah. So you got Carlos Santana. Um, oh yeah, Jimmy <laughs> Chin. <laughs> that's not even. That's not even. <laughs> what song was that? Black uh, magic woman. Oh, um, no, I was, it was the one with Rob Thomas. You're so smooth. Wow, okay. Smooth. Yeah. Um, you have Daniel Negr- uh, Negreanu. Uh, He's a poker player. Right. Um, you yeah. have Dominique Ansel, who made the Cronut. Everyone loves the Cronut. You got some Annie chess Lieb- people. Yep. Annie Leibovitz, Gordon Ramsay, Tom Morello. Malcolm Gladwell, Margaret Atwood, Thomas Keller, David Axelrod, and Carl Rove, Dan yeah. Brown, Steph Curry, if you're into yeah. the sports, Ken Burns. Man, so I didn't realize that Ken Burns had a rock and bowl cut. Have you oh, seen man. him? No. He's like the he is like the he is like the 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 prodigal son of Minnesota because he's done such great documentaries and he's from Minnesota, so everyone in Minnesota loves Ken Burns. But man, Ken, that hair is killer, man. Fucking love it. God. James Suckling teaches wine <laughs> I appreciation. Pa- I passed over that one because <laughs> I wasn't going to make the joke. Helen Mirren. So st- people like that. I mean, it's a wide range of things. And of I definitely stuff. think it would be R.L. Stein, Goosebumps. Independent filmmaking. I really, I definitely think, um, you know, Dead Mouse. Um, I definitely think it's, it's worth the 180. Because they keep adding more and more people and they're great. Man, they've just like... Blown up. Since I... Last logged in, which was probably four months ago, they've added like a dozen people. Damn, that's awesome. Bob Woodward, Samuel L. Jackson, Herbie Hancock, Christina Aguilera, Frank Gehry. Spike anyway, Lee. I think yeah, the, thing about, the thing about the thing about about Masterclass is, like we said, you're not getting super hands-on stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of kind of what I would call theory. Inspiration, um, inspiration, and then starts. anecdotes. Yeah, yep. um, but they do have. What's cool about them is that they have uh, a community inside that you can chat with 
and then they have assignments and the people actually will review stuff, you know, depending. That's really cool. So like what, uh, you could have like James Patterson critique your writing, your chapter or whatever. That's pretty cool. And then they do a lot of competitions too. So like inside, um, the community or whatever, it's like, um, you know, score this thing. And then Hans Zimmer will choose a winner, and then the winner gets something or whatever, you know? <laughs> a thumbs up from Hans Zimmer. Oh, thumbs up. <laughs> so, um, it's very cool. I, I, it's very interactive, very... It, you know, if, if, if anything, Masterclass will also get you amped up to do your projects. You'll hear these people and their passion for what they do. And even if it's somebody who's a musician and their passion for their music, you'll be like, man, I'm, man coach just coached me up real good. I'm going to get in there. Yeah. Um, it'll give you a lot of uh, hope. Yeah, and I I think weirdly like they're kind of um it's it's meant for a broad audience, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, it's pretty basic a lot of it, but at the same time it's uh my thing with it is like it's basic, but it's not practical enough yeah. to be actionable yeah. most of the time. So like the things you're learning other than like just getting out and doing something. Yeah. It's motivation almost. Yeah. And then just that. Um, we also have MZ. Yeah, MZ. I, don't, I call it MZ, but I think it's actually MZ Ed because uh, the guy who started it, his initials are MZ and then education. Fine. But, MZ it is. Though. I don't know, but I call it MZ. I like the MZ better. Uh, and they have what I would say are probably some of the best workshops yeah. and online classes you know, yeah. that, I've, that I've experienced. Yeah. Um, they have some really cool ones by Alex Buono. Um, uh, Alex Buono. He is the camera guy, like cinematographer slash maybe sometimes director of the SNL um, digital, digital shorts. shorts and sketches and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and he has two classes on MZ about visual storytelling where he breaks down different techniques and how he's able to like create moods and different styles and such uh with such limited resources and time yeah which is really really helpful um especially nowadays when you're like shooting if you if you do a lot of digital stuff uh there's never time and no. uh they want you know stuff to look very good obviously so like it's it's interesting to see how he tackles it and like the tips and tricks he has for for trying to do things quickly and and MZ has a lot of technique and hands-on stuff um, yeah, uh, it, a lot of it's sitting in front of a computer. They do a lot of like you know, let's do this. I'll show you the edit and stuff like that. But it depends because yeah. only there's one editing one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And that's the guy in front of the computer. But the rest of it, it's all like all of them are live workshops that they have an audience and they're filming the workshop. Yeah. So you could go to it live. Where do they shoot? They, they tour it around. Okay, so it's like that's cool. They edit together from all these different ones, but um. So that's a great one. Um, Shane Hurlbut has the this illumination. This is Alex's, yeah. This is Alex's inner circle. This is his cult. Yeah, um, but they, he, the first time I heard about him was through his MZ workshop, um, and it was great because I mean I had never really done narrative cinematography stuff like that. So when mm-hmm. certain things came up, it was very useful um, to learn and see different lighting techniques and stuff. And again, it's very hands-on. You see how they're actually like setting lights and the reasoning why and Shane, in and different locations and stuff. Shane Harrelbutt has been uh, the 
the cinematographer on things like Need for Speed, yep. uh, Terminator, which Terminator? Salvation? Salvation. Terminator Salvation. Was he? So he was on set when Christian Bale had his yell. He, uh, Christian Bale yelled at him, I believe. I believe it was, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go, guys. There's there a stamp of approval. He was yelled at by Christian Bale. <laughs> um, yes. But, um, yes. yeah. And, and so it, they have a lot of stuff. I mean, they have also a, a directing, like a directing the camera for... Um, like when using gimbals and adding motion to your scenes and stuff from Vincent Lafare. Oh, he's got one. Um, and yeah, so I mean, it's kind of got a lot of stuff. I would go check it out. Is that um, is that per video now? Or are they up to monthly? They're on monthly now. They're Maybe they're the monthly. ones that I'm thinking. Maybe are at like two ninety nine or something. Let's see. Uh, let's see. You keep talking. I'll I'll check out MZ. MZ yeah, is out, check out MZ. Oh, they have uh, videos on the Eva one. That's right. Now they do um, camera specific stuff. So, so they did cool. one on like the um, Alexa Mini, I believe, and they did one on the Canon C three hundred Mark II. They got some Philip Bloom cinematic yep, Bloom. masterpieces. The art mastering visual. color. They have a new color yeah. one that they just released. The art of visual storytelling by Alex Buono, Vincent Laforet, directing motion, the cutting edge. Yeah, they got a cinema sound. That one's great. Um, yep. Yep. Let's see. Cinema sound. Uh, I had it. Down is like a separate one on the list, but it's part of MZ. And I had it down separately because it's like its own, it's like insane. It's like 80 hours oh, of learning about, about how to do sound, which yeah. is a a thing that's kind of like not talked about very much or not taught a lot, which is like how to do proper sound for like feature films and stuff. So if you are interested in learning that kind of stuff or... Uh, just having a better knowledge of what it takes to get good sound and how you can improve. That it's was crazy. pretty crazy. It's pretty good. Yeah, so it looks like, um, so this is just for the Evil One camera, like, primer. Um, each individual module is $25. Interesting. But you can buy the whole thing for 150 Interesting. Or you can buy the Pro Library membership for 300 a year. 300 a year. And then they also have the Pro Premium membership. What? Which is for three ninety nine um, a year, and you can use their easy pay system to pay in three monthly installments. Oh, is, look at that! Which is not bad, interesting. And then also you get the mastering color course at a discounted rate. Not bad. So yeah, MZ is. Oh, excuse me. Oh, tie tie. Uh, MZ is is pretty good. Uh, I like me some MZ. I would highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. If I mean, even if you just get one. Um, that Module. you're specifically interested in. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, if you're interested in cinematography, you can get the Shane Hurlbut one or, you know, the visual storytelling ones. Um, they're all good. I mean, I like all of them, but yeah. worth it. And so, speaking of Shane Hurlbut, he has his own kind of like tutorial website, Shane's Inner Circle. That's right. That Alex is a member of. Yes. Um, and it is, uh, I mean, I'm not a member of it, and you really can't access any of it if you're not. Right. So it's done. It's like uh, it's his own membership website. So it's basically like his blog, and then you um, access like a dashboard area. Mm -hmm. But he has um, he has some interesting interesting stuff. The stuff I like the most is um, where he goes over like specific um, pieces of equipment, and he does tests on them and shows you the tests and compares them to things. So like, for example, he has a whole series about Roscoe diffusion. Oh man. So where that's he cool. goes, 
where he goes through every different type of Roscoe diffusion and shows you what it does compared to the other ones, you know? Um, so those are really handy when, cause like, I don't know. I don't know about you guys out there, but I've never been super, uh, experimental when it comes to diffusion. I get like 250 or like, um, uh, like Opal, you know, like yeah. kind of the standard ones, mm -hmm. but he goes through all these different like tough spun things and like, you know, grid, different kinds of light grid and stuff like that. So it's interesting to see how each one handles the light and, and modifies it slightly differently. So that kind of stuff I'm, I'm definitely into. <clears throat> he also has like on set uh, stuff. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. I know he does like a hands on tutorials and all that with a, like an audience. Can people join that? Or is that like, just kind of like, he just adds the people in there. Like, can he do it? Like, can you, you join like you can MZ where you can go to one of these tapings of like a tutorial. Well, the, his stuff, he doesn't have an audience. There's like... I thought they, I thought I, show, I thought I saw one where he was doing it in front of like, like 20 people. Like on a stage? Yeah. Oh, in front of 20 people? No, he has like a crew, a full crew. Oh, maybe that was just his crew then. Oh, he man. Has like, yeah, he has a full can crew. And so, uh, yes, you it? can. He does, I think, pull some crew members from his thing. But um, yeah, for the most part, it's it's not something you can attend he does do okay. he does do events every once in a while, um, so there's that. But for the most part, he's just doing it. So he'll shoot a lot in his house, which is kind of fun. So it's like here's how you shoot on location and do like this type of scene, like an, a day interior or whatever. Or here's like a night exterior mm -hmm. and how to get moonlight and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's cool. It's good. Um, I think he's revamping the website. Okay, which which will be interesting to see how that yeah how that goes. But really uh, cool. Yeah, I would definitely check that out because it's only like 18 bucks a month. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's Pretty actually good. a really good price. Uh, let's what see else what else we got. We got? Oh, we, got? we got Mixing Light, which used to be um, the Tau of Color guy. Well, his name is Paul Patrick. His name is Patrick in <laughs> Inhofer. And he had a website called the Tau of Color, which was like a DaVinci Resolve training course that I mm -hmm. had come across a long time ago. Um and then he transitioned into mixing light, which is more of like a, a blog style thing, but it also has like the newer DaVinci Resolve training courses. And then at the time it had speed grade courses because that was still a thing. And then, Man. um, the final cut, uh, like coloring and final cut and premiere and new metry and stuff like that. So if you guys can't tell, Alex is all about these, these like Oh, man. tutorials like this is his this is his jam i i'm obsessed with it mostly because i'm just so curious about all this stuff you know like <laughs> i want to learn about sound and i want to learn about cinematography and like you know just different there's so many different things like you never really think about until it comes until it like appears on set you know like have you ever thought about um like lens selection you know like knowing off the top of your head just exactly what lens you want. No. Without, you know, like that type of thing is so crazy. But uh, to me, because like to me, I, I'm such like, a, I want to see it on the frame and like place yeah. it as, as I'm looking. It's a, uh, it's a whole different skill, but like you can, you can learn that type of thing just from like watching this. Oh, stuff. I mean, no, this stuff is, this stuff is um like, I've gotten some of these from Alex that he has like bought or purchased and he let me borrow them. Um, I, I'm not hating it on it at all. Oh, um, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot to go through. That's why I have um, 
you know, done them to varying degrees. Like, <laughs> like the, uh, I've watched pretty much all of the MZ ones. Okay. Um, Masterclass, I've watched a few. Gotcha. Um, when it comes to DaVinci Resolve, I, I've dabbled in it, but I haven't gone into it as much as I would like to. I think I'm kind of yeah. just waiting for a project where we'll use DaVinci Resolve and then I'll dive into it. Then. I think we've talked about that too, is that we're just waiting. Like we both want to try DaVinci Resolve, but we don't know when to, like, I don't even know if I want to do it on a project because if I'm under a deadline, it'd be like one of those things where right. I don't want to make, I want to know something I'm familiar with. So if it's something like we're doing, like maybe a short, maybe I'll try one of our shorts. If we get to it, if this other project doesn't take over for it, if we get to one of our shorts, maybe I will, um, you know, maybe I'll see about using DaVinci Resolve to edit that. Um, yeah. And then yeah. I will definitely jump in the MZ stuff or the, the Tau of Color now known as uh, um, Mixing, mixing Light. light. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, those, I mean, I, I've, I've seen some of Mixing Light. I like them. Yeah. Uh, I really like um, Patrick's teaching style. He's very mm -hmm. mellow. Yeah. Which I, which I like. Yeah. Uh, there's another one um, that I don't have on here because I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> Color grading central. Oh, I haven't used that one. Uh, the guy's name is Denver Riddle. Oh he, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. Uh, he does DaVinci Resolve tutorials as well. Denver Riddle, what a great and courses. name. Um, so that's another one if you're interested. He has a huge uh, Facebook group called Color Grading Central. Like He's got it. like forty thousand people in it oh, or something. That son of a. So that's nice. That's nice. Lots of lots of them, you know. I'm yeah. sure there's even more than I think. Those are probably the main two. Okay, if I had to guess, but uh, I'm sure there's other ones out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, let's what, see else what else we got. got. Cinema sound. Cinema sound. We talked about, about good in the room. I haven't heard this one. Which one? What is good in the room? Good in the room is um, from this lady named Stephanie Palmer. Okay, and um, oh, she a, sounds familiar. Did you have that workshop with her? No. Oh. Uh, you've actually experienced her because she hosted the pitch uh, fest at AFM when we went. Oh, that's right. Yes, Stephanie Palmer. Okay. Yeah. So she um, she worked in, as an executive and all this kind of stuff, I think, in development probably mm -hmm. um, for studios for a while. Uh, but now she has uh, a book called Good in the, Ro Good in the Room. And, okay. I, and I think it's a course. Uh, you could call it a course. But it's kind of like an extended a book okay with a video um about a, pitching about pitching and uh selling scripts and stuff like that yeah which is kind of cool i mean there's not a whole lot of info about that aspect of it right? there's a ton of books about writing the scripts yeah i think i i mean people always have a question of what do i do when i get a meeting like how do i go in yeah. there what do i do do i do my stupid like it's a mix between Inception and exactly. The Little Mermaid. Right. It's like, uh, you know? yeah, sometimes. sometimes feel the room. But probably not. Feel the, feel the room. But See how it is? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's it's cool too because, um, you know, I think she talks about creating like better log lines and, um, you know, prepping. You know, sometimes when you pitch, having like visuals is good. Yeah. And stuff like that. I mean, yep. it goes into all sorts of different things though. Um, it's basically geared at someone who wants to be a professional screenwriter and is looking, has a bunch of scripts or whatever, and is looking to take it to the next level, get representation, find an agent, um, and then start going to pitch 
uh, it's production companies. Have you read the book? The book, I don't have the book. Okay. I just have the, um, online the course. Yeah, or whatever. Online course. I wonder how different, the, like if you buy the book, if you, if you get more, if there's more information in the course, cause it's easier to add. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think I'd probably. probably just go with the course. Yeah. Don't even worry about the book guys. Um, yeah. Okay. So we got that. Then we have Hollywood camera works. Yeah, you, do you remember that one? I th- vaguely remember that, that one. That came out a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a couple different things. Um, they have like a directing course. And it's all like when you watch it, first of all, this was a course that they shipped out to you on DVDs. Like, that's, <sighs> that's, that's how old it is, that's guys. That's how old it is. But, Man, um, we make ourselves sound really old. <laughs> I know. DVDs. But, uh, and when you watched it, it was all these like 3D renders of things and it would show you like how camera moves and uh blocking can uh, can make a scene more exciting and stuff like that and how to how to block things so that um you know it creates tension or whatever you know like all these different things and it goes through all a ton of different scenarios and and ways of going about things and it's pretty good and then he had a second series about um doing visual effects Oh, okay. And shooting for visual effects, which is kind of fascinating. That's pretty cool. And then I believe he has a new one uh, about uh, directing actors. Ooh. Which is kind of cool. Okay, I'm down for that. Um, and then the dude's all over the place. <laughs> he he created a uh, an app that I love, which is Shot Designer. He did that? Yeah. Oh, God, I love that app. And it's basically an app that you can use to create overhead diagrams of for blocking and or lighting. Mm-hmm. It's a great app, especially if you're trying to visualize a scene. It's cool. Um, and it's it also it like creates shot lists for you. Once it's done, it can animate and do all sorts of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... What else did he to do? To top it all off... This guy doesn't stop. Doesn't he sleep. created this crazy app. We talked about it before a little bit. Mentioned it. Called Causality. Yep. Which is this weird new screenwriting program he's he's trying to get off the ground, which operates kind of like DaVinci Resolve in that it's like node based uh, and timeline based, and then, super weird. And then it, it you, I don't know, you can also write a script. In it. It's interesting. You should it's check the, it out. It's the one we talked about, guys. Where I'm, where I'm under the impression that the next iteration of it is going to have AI to help you with your plot holes. Like That's right. that it's like it, from the sounds of the description at some point, it's going to freaking come to the point where it will tell you that you have a plot hole and tell you how to fix it. Like that is, that is what this thing seems yeah. to be. Something. So like dude that. is killing it and he may be our AI ruler to end all rulers. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but his core, I mean his basic, his, his original directing course I thought was really good. Um, and definitely helpful when it comes to like, uh, creating blocking and stuff like that and blocking not only the camera, but the actors I mean, the movement. app is great. Yeah. So I definitely check that out if you're interested in directing. I think it, it definitely stuck with me. I feel like on one of our shorts where, uh, we were doing a lot of kind of like shots that moved around and transitioned into other shots, it kind mm-hmm. of like stuck with me and I just kind of pulled from it without even thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, definitely worth a look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how much that stuff is anymore. It's been a while since I've looked at it because... I wonder if you put it up online or if you still have to buy the DVDs. That'd be amazing if you still have to buy the DVDs. 
That would be amazing. That would be, I don't even know if I have a DVD player anymore. My laptop doesn't even have DVDs <sighs> driving it. Everything's just downloadable now. I know. Anyway, okay, so next, next one. Next is... Um, Film Editing which, oh, Pro. Yeah, there we are, Film Editing Pro. Man, solid. I like these guys. Um, so they have three courses, I believe. Mm-hmm. One's trailer editing. One's action editing, where you where you edit in it a uh, like an action short film with like kung fu fighting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then um, one is just a more basic course about uh, creative editing and stuff like that. Yep, I'd say definitely worth it if you want to be an editor. The creative editing one is pretty basic, and it, you'll you'll learn about sort of like. Cutting on action and... J-cuts and yeah. stuff like that. And then yep. also, like, surprisingly, it's a lot more about sound editing and stuff like that, which is useful. So is the film editing mastery. Like, it, it does a lot with the audio as well. Yeah. They're, they're you mean big the trailer? Up. The trailer? No, 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 film editing mastery. What's that? That's their, their like, their number one, their, their first free course. Oh, the free course. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's film editing mastery... And then well, they have their three courses. You can choose one for free, then they'll get you for the other two. No, no, they're all they have like free mini courses. Oh, interesting. Those aren't that's not the real course. I think it's probably like three or four videos or something. Let's see here: secrets of creative editing, the art of action editing, the art of trailer editing. Ah, yes. Well, I, I think the art of action editing. Oh, I remember this one. This is the one where they had the guys all covered, like surrounding the guy in the alleyway. Yeah. Uh, they also that also does deal with audio too, though, because they have the 850p oh, yeah. sound library. So those. Yeah, yeah. The, that, and then with the trailer editing, I mean, obviously, trailer editing is huge on sound. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of sound in a world. It's a lot yeah. of sound editing, which is really helpful. I mean, I think that's something that I always was terrible at. <sighs> I hate sound editing. Sound, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I mean those guys, and they give you like the footage, and it's I mean that's like, kind of like when we did we took editing classes in, in school. They give you the footage, they show you a final thing, and then say edit on your own using the techniques that we have. Yeah. Um, so the art of action editing, I remember, is it's a scene where a guy is surrounded in an alleyway and multiple people are attacking him, and you kind of have to cut between the action of overhead with the close up of the people and stuff like that to kind of keep it flowing kind of keep it john wick style yeah and they have i mean it's cool because it's not just um you know the basics mm-hmm. but they have a lot of really cool like little tips and tricks yeah that they throw in there like that, that are useful for all kinds of editing yeah totally yeah. but like even with the so just things about like making a punch sell yeah. more or like seem like it has more impact and stuff it's yep. like cool stuff like that mm-hmm I'm yep. I'm a big fan. These guys are good. I'm I'm actually surprised they haven't come out with another course. I know because the art of trailer editing is. The, I think that's their newest one, isn't it? Or did they all come out at the same time? I think the secrets of creative editing is the newest one. Really? Even though it's kind of the most basic one. Yeah, which is weird. You think they put that out first? It's hard to tell because the way they work. Um, if you guys end up wanting to like buy their thing, it's not always always available they do it in enrollment periods Mm -hmm. so they kind of rotate through them and some of them are available at certain times and others aren't um so yep that's that so then the other and then the next one is alan mckay and he is um i'm trying to remember his specific 
uh, like credits. But he's been a visual he's effects a, supervisor on a lot of big movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does... Um, Transformers. Oh, Transformers. Um, is what, and I just got an email from him about how he did um, some shots on the newest Avengers. Okay. It's not out yet. Um, so, yeah. So, he what he does is he does live courses... They're not live courses, but he'll give you free courses, but at the same time, he's all about visual effects. Yeah. Um, he just put out a preview of another one he's doing about a head exploding. No, that's... That's, that's not part, him? That's part of uh, the course. Which course? The live action series one. Okay. So he does he does do free ones that are basically like to promote his oh, real yeah, yeah. courses. No, but I mean, he does like, like he does paid courses. Like he does yeah, free yeah. courses, but then you, you have kind of like film editing pro where they give you a little taste, a little bump of cocaine. So you go buy the, buy the bag. Yeah. Um, but he does, he'll, he's very freaking active on email. Um, if you he sign is, up yeah. for his web, for his website and sign up for his like newsletter, you will get an email probably once a week, if not more. Yeah. Uh, so he's done game of Thrones, flight, transformers, Manhattan equalizer. Um, and, his courses are long. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, that's why it seemed like that thing was a teaser for a new thing that I should. It's not. It's part of the the year long course that has now spanned like two years and <laughs> still isn't really complete yet. Yeah, um, he's done. Uh, oh, let's see the live action VFX shots. The live action series is like you know meteorites blasting through a building and destroying the building and stuff like that and he does it he's got two main courses right like two different ones one's called fxtd so if you want to become like a technical director it's kind of a a more like basic not basic because it's all pretty intense and advanced but like uh it's kind of the more foundational one where you learn things like creating particle effects or like fire yep like a lot of scripting of 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 like tools like you create I didn't know this but oh, like man. in Maya and 3D Studio Max you can actually like script your own plugins that will do things for you. You can do that in A too. Well, you can do that in After Effects too, but I didn't know that it was like such a thing. Yeah, man, it's crazy because because it's a great way for people to share like particle and physics like things yeah. of like when this water hits this then it, it uh interacts this way. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's weird. Um so the FXTD one is cool. Um and he has say, a live action series. And then series. the live action series is the one where it's more um, like you're taking shots, actual like footage, real plates, and, and creating like scenes. Yeah, with v- with pretty intense VFX. So one of them, like Trevor saw uh, oh, clip man. of, was so a, cool. A head exploding, and so you're using these like meat shaders and like all these different oh, flesh so things cool. to create like a, a head that explodes. Yep, yep. And then he has another course called the Six. Figure freelance, ah, yes. and what is that is how to bid yourself out as a VFX freelancer, um, and yeah. and how to bid, how to build up your reel, stuff like that. And uh, I'd say if you want to be a pro in VFX, and you're just starting, yeah. I mean, he's he's the guy, he's the course to go to. I don't think, I mean, there are a bunch of other ones, but like, mm-hmm. I really think his is solid. Not only because it's so practical, like more than any other one I've I've seen, it's practical. He's he's walking you through it so that you can you can you can be a generalist, mm-hmm. but do everything. You know, it's like um, if someone came to you and said, "I want you to do this whole scene," you could do it. You know, yeah. Like I'll instead of being like a person that does lighting or like a uh, which you know, there's something to that too, and I'm sure he talks about that if that's something you want to do. But like 
Um, you'll be able to finish shots, entire shots yourself. And he reviews them. Um, live, he does like live reviews every week. Yeah, and he's he's very active. So if you sign up for anything of his or you buy his courses, you will not be disappointed with how much he talks to people and how uh, how open he is to kind of uh, you messaging him and asking for help. Yeah, he's, he's he's a cool guy. And like we said, he constantly puts out new free stuff. So like yep. recently to promote his his courses again, he did uh, a short like a seven video series about. Um, venom effects. Yeah. How to do that? What's the What's it called? The symbiote suit. This, oh god! Yeah, I think they call him a symbiote. Symbiote. Uh, it's some stupid name in the like yeah. But uh, yeah, the, that was free. That was um, free. We actually emailed everyone and asked for their vote on which they'd like to see. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, you know, it's hard to tell if he actually followed them or he was just like, yeah, it's gonna be venom no matter what. But uh, well, he did too. Actually, I think the one that won was like a plasma ball. Mm-hmm. And he did that one, and then he was like, "You know what? I uh, think the the Venom one will be cool too. So let's do that one too." And he did yeah. that one too. Um, so he's very cool. Um, he has a waiting list, but it's one of those things where it's not really a waiting list. He's just trying to yeah, probably trying to you know build up anticipation for his courses. Yep. And then the old standby. I love this website. Um, Video Copilot. Man, Andrew Kramer. Andrew Kramer in um, the house. Andrew Kramer is, if you want some very entertaining tutorials that are very well done and teach you a lot, Andrew Kramer is the jam. He's the jam. Um, also, he just, like, the stuff that he makes is fantastic. so good. So fantastic. And uh, he gives away a lot of stuff for free. Yeah. A lot. So what Video Copilot is, it's kind of like um, Alan McKay, where it is all about visual effects, you know, like... Think of like uh, he'll teach you how to do the effect from Avengers, where you know the snap of the fingers and they fade away into dust and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And he'll do those he'll do those tutorials for free and show you how to do it. But then he also has plugins and programs that go along with After Effects that he sells, and they're great. Element know. 3D is great, oh, man, and they come with models. So it's like a well-made, you know, fighter pilot uh, fighter jet model that you can then put into your film, and it'll look like a legit. Fighter jet is flying overhead. Yeah, and he has another one called Optical Flares, which puts all these cool flares on. I have used that shit so much. <laughs> uh, optical Flares, I bought that shit right away. He makes these plugins, uh, some of them, and gives them away for free. So, like, yeah. he has a new one that's called Orb, which makes these awesome planet, uh, yeah, like 3D planets. Yeah. And it's crazy. He has a ton of free plugins that you should go check I mean, out. Yeah, Video Copilot uh, Co- now. Don't be scared. Dot net. Dot net. Dot net. Yeah. He's killing it. He is killing it. Um, at, job, at the dot net. You know, you don't get many people killing it in the dot net, but he is, he's doing it. Great job, Andrew. He's, for those of you guys who don't know, he, he's the guy that did like the title sequences for the Star Trek movie. Yep. I think he did them for the Star Wars movie or he did at least some like effect shots on there. Yeah. And then um, he did the, uh, what was that show? The TV show. That he did um, oh. the title sequence for as well. It was kind of like a spooky X-Files type thing. I forget what it was called. Anyway, yeah. he's, he does a lot of um, I don't know. title uh, sequence, motion yeah. graphics, as well as visual effects. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, and he's, both him and Alan McKay are actually working professionals, so don't think that they're just dudes that are like, right. uh, you know... Uh, it's all. Uh, I just sell stuff and tell you how to do it. I don't do it myself. You know, they they're they're working professionals. The real deal. Um, yeah, and and they're legit, and uh, we love them both. But at, um, Andrew Kramer is old school. I mean, he was one of the first websites I went to when Alex told me about it. I was like, I love this guy. 
Oh, so great. Yeah. Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. Noman. Noman with a G. Yeah, G-N-O-M-O-N. Uh, we'll have links to all these or the names, at least, to all these in the show notes. So yes, never fear, never fear. Um, um, they're, they're an actual physical school they of are. visual effects, animation, uh, video, video game. game yeah. design. Yep, they also have online courses. Workshops, and Workshops. then also they do, I think, um, uh, almost like a summit type thing. I don't know if they do it anymore. They used to do it like an annual summit where they would bring a bunch of different artists together and they would all talk about different topics all at once and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know if they do that anymore. But uh, Nomen is cool because it's, if you're interested in things like concept design. Um, yeah, concept art or, yeah. Like 3D modeling, or character design, stuff like that. Like that's, I would say their bread and butter. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's not it's not really so much about visual effects in terms of like creating the visual effects and like compositing stuff into a scene. It's about like creating world, creating the yeah, like creating um like, like matte paintings yeah. or like uh, their alumni have worked on Ready Player One, Deadpool Two, yeah, um, yeah. so stuff like that. I mean, uh, they you know they built the characters the three D model for the characters of Overwatch and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff they do. They do like three D modeling and animation, video game stuff, and that's their bread and butter. But if you want to know how to actually take the model and like composite it into yeah. a scene, it's like you probably want to go somewhere else. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so that's Nomon and uh, FX PhD. We're we're on the uh, the effects. We're in the effects section right the now. The effects section. FX PhD is an Australian company. Wow. Um, and they are one that specializes in, uh, as you might guess, uh, FX. What? And, um, huh? Yeah. So they have a ton of different courses. Uh, I believe if you, they're, they're pretty affordable. It's like 75 bucks a month if you want access to all the project files. Um, and then you can, they also offer, uh, the ability to use all the programs for free, yeah, uh, through like some type of weird VPN system. I never even got into that, but like, um, while you're a student there, you can use, um, like Nuke, uh, Maya, Maya 3ds uh, Max, 3ds Max, Houdini, yeah. yep, all these different things um, through their school, which is which is awesome. And then you also, I think, get student discounts and stuff for other things. But um, they got like Fusion. They have yeah. Resolve tutorials, uh, After Effects, Houdini. Um, I mean, it's it's Nuke. They they got it all. They got a ton of stuff. And the only reason I and they're good. A lot. Yeah, they have, they're really good. They have good stuff. The only reason I say that I, if I was going to do, it, I would go to Alan McKay is because his is more focused. It's like more directional. Like FX PhD, it's just like a whole slew of stuff. And you have to sort of like wade through it and make your own, carve your own path to yeah. things. Um, because they'll have like one thing on like modeling and texturing, and then another one on like look development, mm -hmm. and then another one on like making trees. Yeah. None of it is like, here's, it's like here's how you put a you shot need together. Eight of these together to make a full shot or something like that. It's like, yeah, or it's, it's just not the full picture. Yeah, yeah. It's like elements of a shot, but not the full shot. Yeah. Um, like a matte painting workshop. It tells you about how to make a matte painting, but it doesn't tell you if you need to put like your trees in there and all that. Go to this other course and do that. Or city environment comp uh, compositing in After Effects. It's yeah. kind of like, like you got to do about 20 things to get a, all the skills up to do an entire scene. 
Right. Um, right. But still really hands on. Lots of really cool stuff. I mean, really cool stuff. They they had a um, a workshop for a oh. course with uh, Gareth. Was it Gareth? Gareth Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. Um, the guy who now directs like Godzilla, or he directed Godzilla, and um, which one was it? Rogue One. Yes, he did Rogue One. Yep. Um, and then gotta did- start doing cheap, uh, cheap visual effects for the BBC. For the BBC, yeah. And yeah. so, like, he has this crazy course where it's all After Effects based, but he shows you how he, he makes matte paintings and then inserts them into his shots in After Effects. How he created, like, these Lord of the Rings style, like, crowd um, uh, battles, you know, medieval type battles and yeah. stuff. A lot of really cool stuff uh, in that one. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about there. Yep. Yep, yep. And then, okay, one of my personal favorites. We've actually worked with them in the past. Um, if you guys don't know, me and Alex are huge on practical effects. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Love practical effects. If so, we can blow something up for real rather than uh, composite in a, an explosion in post, we'll do it. So cool. If we can have props that are real rather than uh, 3D models, we'll, we'll, we'll make them. Yeah. Um, and that is why we love... The Stan Winston School. For those Stan people who Winston, don't mother know school. If, who Stan Mother Effin Winston is. Oh, you know the T-Rex that was uh, killing people in Jurassic Park? In Jurassic Park, the yeah. original one? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, that was Stan Winston. Oh, what you know, what the, about the Raptors? What? Uh, yeah, that was Stan Winston. Yeah. Uh, you know the uh, Terminator robot when the skin was off? Yeah. Stan Winston. Yep, yep. that's true. I mean, there's so much stuff that Stan Winston, he's no longer with us anymore. Predator. Yeah, Predator. His son is actually running the school. And they have crazy videos on like how to make props, practical effects. Animatronics. Uh, animatronics. Uh, um, makeup effects. Airbrushing uh, masks. All sorts um, of stuff. Like casting can, for masks. Everything you can think of when it comes to uh, practical effects. They pretty much have it. I mean, even when it comes down to, like, the one that we worked on was for making miniatures. Yeah, and we loved it. Oh, so much fun. So much fun. Like a miniature city. And then next, right next to us, they were building, like, kaiju costumes out of, out of foam, like, mattress foam. Like, so then, if you guys can not imagine, they were making a little Godzilla scene. So we built a miniature city. They have these guys in these kaiju uh, costumes that they built and shot a video on how to make them. And then these guys were, Tromping around this little city, blowing up things. They had little tanks that were running. They had uh, missiles on strings that would go into the monsters. It was like so cool. Pyrotechnics. We had the uh, Alex met his friend Richie there, who was the yeah. guy who blew up uh, Jaws. Yeah, crazy. Um, so yeah, awesome place. I would definitely recommend it. I mean, they have all sorts of stuff. Like I, anything I, you can think of. Like I could get lost in Stan Winston. Yeah, things that I never even would have thought of, but like distressing costumes you know stuff like that it's just like oh man so cool or like how to um apply like facial hair Mm. you know wigs how to do wigs i could wash their stuff for hours like and i have so cool their stan winston school is really cool especially if you like practical effects and props and you know casting your own face so that you can make a mask hell it's just great even if you want to have a really kick-ass halloween costume exactly exactly oh they had they teach you how to make like a vacuum form machine and oh god, that's right. And also, <sighs> um, how to do like uh, in ca- old old school in camera effects with beam splitters. Mm. S- super fun. So cool. So cool. Um, I get super excited about this stuff because that's the stuff that made me want to be a filmmaker in the first yeah. place. So I have a a definite 
love for the Stan Winston school. Yeah, and they're super nice over there because we've worked with them before, and they are fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. All right, two more, Alex, two more. Two more. (laughs) (laughs) Film specific. Yes. This is another unique one where uh, it's actually, so you can be a member, and what you get access to basically is like a forum, um, some resources, Mm -hmm. and a couple, uh, some courses, and then uh, some sort of like webinar type stuff. It's all pretty much based around um, film finance and distribution, yep. which are two areas that, you know, there's just not a lot of, out there on. That's usually where people get stuck. They can make their movie, but then they don't know what to do. Yeah. They don't know what to do or or they have their script idea and they don't know how to finance it. Yep. So it kind of like they they go through all sorts of different. And now they're even going into how to uh, how to produce a an indie television series Ooh. and then sell it, Ooh. which is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Um, so Which is that weird. One's, Wouldn't they think they'd want to do a pilot? Just like the whole series or just a pilot? The whole series. Oh, man. You got to have some investors on that one. There you go. All right. And then, I mean, it's kind of similar to the the way you do it with film. Yeah. But like... Um, it's a bigger undertaking, though. You're looking at yeah. six hours of film. Oh, but uh, Stacy Parks is the one that started film specific. And, um, you know, yep. she also consults... Uh, now, so like you could hire her if you wanted to, yeah, but uh, all sorts of cool stuff in there, and she's very active in the forum. So, if you have questions, she'll uh, answer them directly, yeah. which is cool. Those tend to be the best websites where the people will be open to discussions and yeah. questions and advice, yeah, yeah, and it's reasonable. I mean, yeah. well, so, um, she also. On top of the membership, which I think is like thirty bucks or something a month, uh-huh. um, and the courses you get in that, there are other courses that are extra, like the new stuff that she's doing, like kind of live, mm. um, like the TV course mm-hmm. and stuff like that, uh, like a business plan course or something. Really um, cool. Those are like three hundred bucks. Not bad. So. Not bad, guys. Not bad. Not bad. And finally, last but not least, the Codex Cinematography courses. Yes. Those are on Amazon Prime. You yeah. can watch them for free right now. If well. If, if you, you have a Prime if membership. You have a Prime membership. Who uh, doesn't, though? <laughs> but uh, those are really cool. They're old. They're old. Okay, guys? They're old. It's Kodak. Guys. Uh, yeah, they're shooting on film. But yeah. they're really cool because uh, A, they're free. Yep. Well, yeah, if you have a yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yep. they, <laughs> they take um, like really you know, good and well known directors. And have them light scenes. And a lot of times what they'll do is they'll have like two or three different directors of photography um, and the same space. And they'll show you their three different approaches to the same thing, which is really, really fascinating to watch because, you know, you can kind of get hung up on this idea that, oh, there's only one way to do things or it's like my way or the highway or whatever. But then you see these three people do the same scene in the same location with the same stuff and they come out completely different based on their style or whatever. And then you start realizing, Oh wait, they, there's these other cool ways to there's, do things. There's more than one way to skin a cat, as they say. Yeah. That's my father would say. So I definitely recommend just checking them out. I mean, if you uh, have an Amazon prime membership, doesn't hurt, doesn't cost you anything else. Yeah. I, um, I think I, I, I don't know how I found them. I stumbled upon them, but I, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, There's actually quite a few uh, like film tutorials on Amazon Prime. That's They're not the only ones. But yeah. um, 
I like those are the best. Yeah. So. Um, and, and, you know, even though they're shooting on film, all the techniques are the same, guys. It's just, just nowadays you can see your, you can, you know, you can get your footage right away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely something to work, check out. There's tons of other ones. These are the ones that we've used throughout our learning um, extravaganza uh, in the film world. Um, you know, if you have any good ones that you recommend, make sure you leave a comment and let us know so we can check it out because we're always open to learning more things. Oh, yeah. Wasting more time learning and watching cool videos. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So send them to me because I want them. <laughs> Don't do it because we need to do stuff. He would just go down in a dark hole of me watching. Me Yeah, no. No, guys. No. Just send them to me. So not I'm Alex. I'm digital, do digital painting right now. Yeah, don't send them to Alex. Alex send them to me. Alex has got to focus. Alex has got to focus. All um, right. So. so, all right. On to what's cool. So, they have finally done it, guys. They have finally done a one terabyte SD card. Wow. And, wow. Well, <laughs> wow. Um, you know, they've been teasing it. They've been doing the That's 512. That's so crazy. I, I remember the first flash drive I had. Yeah. Was. Mine was 256. Oh, man, somebody came from rich parents. I think mine it was, was at USC. 32 and like high school. Oh, man. I didn't have one in high school. You know what? I had those like big chunky discs. Oh, yeah. You know? You that know was my nickname about? in high school. Yeah. Big chunky disc. <laughs> you know the ones that they weren't like the floppy discs, they were like thicker. They were the. the you're talking about the, the, the smaller ones. Uh, they were about the size of like a floppy disc, but thicker. And they held more space. Stuff like Are you that. talking about like zip disks? Yes. Oh my god, I had a zip disk. Yes. Do you ever? Did you ever have a jazz drive? My dad had a jazz drive for work. It's a. It, it was made by the people who made zip disks, uh-huh. iOmega, but it was tape, so it could store more. Oh, oh yeah. I, but I had my zip disk. I had the zip disk and it had the big freaking parallel port cord. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man, bring me back. God, we sound fucking old. But uh, um, I never had. I didn't have a thumb drive until I got to USC, and I bought one at the USC bookstore. How much was that? And one? it was a two hundred and fifty-six megabyte. Megabyte, guys. Flash drive, and I think it cost one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god. Well, speaking of that, this is a one terabyte. Lexar is putting it out. It uh, now they in the the press release that I saw it said a ninety five megabyte per second read speed. I don't think that really matters. So I think they accidentally screwed it up, and it's a ninety five megabyte a second write speed, which tends to make sense. Something they want to push because they're pushing this for four K video. Um, so you know all your prosumer cameras SD card one terabyte. That's killing it. But what doesn't kill it, actually does kill it, is the $400 price tag on this thing. But remember, guys, it's always going to get cheaper. It's going to get cheaper as it it's comes gonna out. It's going to get cheaper. What's crazy to think about is like a one terabyte portable <laughs> hard drive, the size of that compared to a one terabyte little SD card. I know. That's just That's just nuts. It's amazing that they don't already have like... 20 terabyte SSDs because they have all the technology to make one terabyte little thing. Yeah. Just stack on stacks on stacks. Just stacks it up. Just stack it. It's that simple, guys. We're computer scientists. I know Just all about it. Just stack it up. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so the one terabyte is coming. Again, we told you it's CES, so we're going to be hitting you with a lot of stuff that was announced at CES. What do you got, Alex? Yep. Uh, one of the things that I saw was the DJI Smart Controller. Ooh, tell me more. It's a new controller for their drones and such, and it has a built-in 
ultra bright HD Ooh. screen, which is cool because, you know, you used to, you know, they used to have like a little mount on it mm-hmm. and you would stick like your phone yep, uh, or you'd have to get their, their special monitor yep. for it. But this has uh, an HD touchscreen built into the remote. Hot lavas, um, as they say. Yeah, so that's kind of that's pretty nice. Uh, it has a lot of different features. I don't know if you guys are into drone stuff, um, but it looks pretty slick, and uh, you know, might be something to look into if you're serious about droning. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's like who's not serious about droning? <laughs> I think it's going to be six hundred fifty bucks for the controller, which is kind of pricey. Yeah, but I guess when you get a an HD touchscreen. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Pretty nice. Lord knows we're into droning. On and on and on. Okay. Hey, hey, oh. They already knew that. Nailed it. Don't I guess. tell them. Speaking of that, let's just move it along. Yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of cameras that were released at CES, Sharp has done it, guys. Sharp has released... They not a release, release it. It's but a they, prototype, but It's right? a prototype, but it's the furthest along of any of the like announced companies of an 8K prosumer camera. Um, so the Sharp 8K prosumer camera shoots 8K at 30 frames per second. They say that it could get up to probably 60 once they release it, 60 frames per second. H265, yeah. the new hot lava, micro third sensor, 5-inch flip-out screen, full HDMI output, and a USB port. USB-C. US, sorry, USB-C port. Which is cool. Um, which is really cool. So, and um, did you did you already get to the price? No, I didn't see the price on my my end. Did I did I miss it? Let me see. For under five thousand. Yeah. Oh my gosh, two thousand dollars for an eight K. Well. Oh no no sorry the four K version is two thousand but this is gonna be hovering right below five thousand which is killer. And it's so small. It's like, so small. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell if this is real. It's it looks like the size of the old the old um, Blackmagic Pocket yeah. cinema camera, mm-hmm. um, and like the 1080 one. And I don't know, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know how. Like what? What kind of? Man, they're just getting this, all the technology is going to be like smaller. super compressed 8K. What I want to know is like. <clears throat> here's here's my question okay. about this, right? Okay, here's my answer. 8K yep. compressed. Yeah. Why? I understand maybe having 8K for like visual effects yeah. where it's like just raw uncompressed stuff. Yeah, like, which is what you need for for visual effects. But if you're if you're compressing it down to like a YouTube video size, right? Why? Why 8K? Yeah. I don't I don't What's know. the point? I don't know. Maybe they feel like they want to be able to punch in or anything, but it's still compressed. So compressed, and uh, I mean, with with everything like that, I mean, you have to deal with the edges and like the yeah the fringing of the the colors and like the soft focus on the edges and all that. I mean, yeah. you have to get. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people will buy it. I am more I'm like I'm not even so worried so much about the the compressed AK but I am the it's sharp like yeah sharp is not known for their quality cameras no especially in the prosumer area yeah like so I it's strange I'll I'll be inter- I mean 
It's not something I'm going to be running out to grab. That's oh, for sure. Oh hell no! But, but I'll definitely uh, go out and check. I'll, I'll definitely check it out check and check out some out. test footage. I do like how it definitely looks like a prototype, like the 8K <laughs> sticker on the bottom. <laughs> looks like when they printed out on like one of those label makers. Looks like something that they grabbed from another camera that had it was like called the 855 yeah. uh, 4K camera, and they just took the eight the K off of it and yeah. just stuck it on this camera. It looks like they sculpted it out of clay. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, we'll have a link to that too, guys. So you know, have fun uh, looking at that and tell us what you think. <laughs> but yeah, it does not look great. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. All right. What else we got? We got Al Pacino. Uh oh. Coming to your faces. Hoorah! To hunt Hoorah! Nazis. Hoorah! Kill the Nazis! Hoorah! Yeah. For Jordan Peele's uh, new Amazon series, The Hunt. Oof. Which Jordan Peele is killing it. Oh, he's killing it, and. Have you heard about this? No. What? Uh, the story sounds very interesting. Okay. It's about uh, this group of people in like 1977, uh-huh. New York City, who discover that there's like hundreds of secret Nazis attempting to create. That's right. Uh, I did hear about the this. Fourth yeah. Reich in yeah. the United States. Crazy. That's such a good. That's Al such Pacino. a good premise. Such a good premise. Anyway, that sounds pretty cool. Oh God, yeah. I All mean, right, what else I'll, I'll definitely watch El Pacino hunting Nazis. Yeah. Um, we also got the so Nvidia at um, at CS. Not only did they bash uh, ATI's graphics cards, yeah, um, not ATI anymore. It's AMG, AMD, 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 AMD became ATI and all that fun stuff. Um, not only did they bash it, but they also announced their renounced. They also announced a set of uh, laptops called the Max Q laptops. Now they didn't release a lot of specs, which. You can never trust it if they don't release all the specs, but they swear, they swear on their grave, swear to me, um, that it will be able to eight, uh, edit eight, 6K raw, red raw at full yeah. resu- resolution. Man, I can't talk right now. What is going on? <laughs> Too much beer. Too and, much beer. And it's um, 12.15 in the morning. Yeah. A little sleepy sleep. And we're... Uh, and I woke up at 5.45 this morning, so we're... We are on a a brief uh, Jack in the Box fast. Oh yeah, mm. about to be broken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so they they didn't come out with the specifics of the specs on each laptop, but it's called the Max Q, and they swear it can edit six K full resolution Red Raw footage. And they said that like when you order it, there's up to two hundred different configurations you can have for the laptops. So. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of, um, the Z book that I have that me and Alex both have. Um, Alex's is kind of, uh, it's kind of on its last breath, but mine's still chugging and still can, uh, edit 4k footage and it's a laptop. And so, um, I'm a big fan of that. And I think they're building this all on their new GeForce RTX, uh, graphics cards. Um, and so I think they're kind of like, oh, we got some really nice graphics cards. Let's make some laptops go along with it. But there you go. 6K editing, full res, full resi. Um, sign me up. I, I'll check it out. Don't hate that. Don't hate that. All right. Last but not least. Hit it. Speaking of flash drives. No. Oh, well, this is not a flash drive. SanDisk. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. SanDisk. No. Yeah. Flash uh, drive has like the plug built into it. This has a little dingle dangle off of it. It has. It. It has the plug built. Well, I feel like you don't. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want a little USB C dwingle. But you can flip it up. They had the they had the USB dwingles that would just you just kind of like 
it had like the cover on it, and you flip it over, and it would. Move I, you. I think they probably just don't want the the fine, stick whatever. hanging off via USB C. Tiny little. Oh, thing. fine. It's still not a flash drive. Uh, it's that. a flash drive. Uh, no. Sandisk uh, just had a prototype for a four terabyte flash drive, the biggest one ever. Um, it does uh, look like a robot's toe. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's pretty ugly. Um, and it has a little USB-C dwingle on it, as mm-hmm. Trevor says, with yep. what looks to be like a mouth guard or some type of uh, face guard on the back and uh, a weird little body. But it's like it's four, four terabytes. I mean, it's still pocket-sized four terabytes. So, I mean, even if it looks ugly as all hell and it has a dwingle, dwingle, dwingle on it, um, it's still four terabytes in your pocket. Four terabytes of solid state through USB C, which oh. is pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, but it—I mean, who knows? It's not really going to be released. I don't think. No. Um, and no. it would be really expensive if they did. I think it says here that flash drives with two terabytes of storage are like twelve hundred bucks. Which, <sighs> if you're talking like twenty four hundred dollars for four terabytes, <sighs> like why? Why do you need that? Like, what do you? You could buy four one terabyte solid state drives for like five hundred bucks total. Total. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I mean, it can't be released at that price. Nobody's gonna buy it. Uh, I just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I like. I love I these guess things. If you gotta have four terabytes on your keychain <laughs> with a dwangle hanging out. They'll probably get stuck on something. Get caught up in something, but I mean, I hate, I, I hate this stuff because I want it so badly, but it's just so unnecessary. Like you don't need four terabytes in your pocket. I want it, well, but I don't need it. Come, I now, could use it. You know, yeah, okay. Fine. I mean, I figure out how yeah. to use that. Yeah. Okay. I would consolidate my four one terabyte hard drives. Here's the problem, though. If it's so, if something that big, is like, I would be so afraid of losing it because you have so much stuff on it, and it just. Boop, just gone. Just gone. Bye-bye. I, I worry about that with hard drives in general. Yeah. Man. Not not losing it, but like it just it just taking a dump and like all of a sudden not working. Yeah. I mean oh, yeah. That's that's scary. I think that's less of a fear you know with a solid state, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, but then could you ever think about it? Like just think about you you take that thing, it's in your pocket because it's so small, and then you yep. just throw those jeans in the wash, and then there goes Oof. your four terabyte because it's so small. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Oof. I don't want to think about it. Um, all right, I think that's going to do it for this episode. All right, finally. Thank you for joining us. You can get the show notes for this episode and get all these crazy links by visiting nobudgetfilmmaking.com slash episode 36. Don't forget to hop on over to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. And while you're there, give us a five-star rating if you feel so inclined. If you have any filmmaking questions, ask away in the comments section and we'll try to answer them. Also, don't forget to head on over to fearlessfilmmakers.com to join our growing community of filmmakers. We are over 2,000 now. 2,000 strong and growing. And, uh, you know, we'll be there if you want to ask us any questions or talk to the community and kind of Build up your filmmaking prowess. Uh, That'll do it, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Later. Bye.